This episode of Ask Jillian is sponsored by SundayScaries.com, CBD that helps you enjoy your days like you enjoy your coffee without having a friggin' nervous breakdown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ask Jillian. With me, as always, is Lizzie. Hi, everybody. I'm super excited today because we have a hair expert, scalp expert. He basically cornered the market on botanicals and... You know, Fred Siegel has launched so many careers, and he went to Fred Siegel, and if you don't know the name Philip B., you've been living under a rock somewhere because he knows a lot about hair. Philip B. is joining us. Thank you so much. (laughs) Hi, Philip. Thank you. Hi, Liz. Um, Hi, Jillian. Um, Let me start off by saying um, over 30 years of hairdressing and touching millions of heads in over 50 countries. Wow. I have a lot of strange wisdom when it comes to subjects that are not always hair and scalp. I bet. And I learned this. <laughs> well, you, I learned this through various clubhouse conversations most recently. And I'm like, oh my God. I bet. Well, I'm curious because I know it's different in places like the Middle East, but it's all kind of the same, right? Like it's in, it all comes down to your scalp and your hair. People are people all over the world. Yeah. But the best accessory to your face is your hair, just like a great handbag to an outfit or a great pair of shoes and a belt. The same thing, but you can change those. But with your hair, you can change the color, you can change the shape. But at the end of the day, it is your best accessory to your face. Honey, don't I know it. It's true. And if you have great, healthy, shiny hair, your face is 10 years younger looking. And I know this because it's part of what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, recently I went through uh, cancer and I lost all my hair. And you don't realize because you think, oh, it's, uh, you know, it's hair, it grows back. But the truth is, you know, when your hair is gone, it, you're so right. It's an accessory that you're used to. You don't just lose yeah. your hair on your head. You lose your lashes, your brows. So you really realize how much hair is an accessory and has been uh, a part of me for so long. But the good news is when it grows back, it is so thick right now and so healthy. And so one of the things I love to do is oil treatments that you have because you really cornered the market on beautiful, the botanicals and the natural and I feel my hair right now is better than it's ever been. And I don't know if it's coming back in thicker. They say that that happens after chemo. I don't know. But tell us a little bit how and why you got, because you're from the East Coast, correct? How did you end up out here with yeah. at Fred Siegel and, and starting and launching your incredible international Listen, what career? A story. <laughs> what a story. Um, I worked in a hair salon after school from um, freshman year all the way through. And I used to go and, and, and one by my senior year, I was blow, I could blow dry like a demon. Oh, and this wow. woman came in, in a cold, on a cold winter day in Copley Square um, into the salon and she wanted to blow dry. And I blew this woman's hair dry and I really wish I had her name and number because I would call her and thank her. Ah. When I finished her blowout, she said to me, you have so much talent. If you stay in this town, you will be you will be doing students with coupons for the rest of your life. <laughs> Get your ass to Hollywood, young man. Oh Get my your God. ass to Hollywood and do movie stars. You've got what it takes. Go. Oh my God. And then she like paid and left. That's incredible. Yeah, it was an awakening. And by the way, I have I have done that. I have ignited other people's spirits from, from that woman doing yes. that to me. Yes. I was in in a Tesco in London and the cashier was a woman of color and young and so sweet. I felt her energy and I felt her frustration. Mm. And I got to the cash till and she rang me up and she was just kind of lackluster. Yeah. I looked at her and I said, 
listen, I said, this is just a stepping stone to something better. I said, just take the experience and move on. I said, this isn't the end of the road for you. I said, you're too special. She waved to me all the way down the street through the glass and (laughs) Isn't it amazing how you can affect someone's not just day, but their their career path? Mm -hmm. And I I was told by a woman in the television news business in a very small town where I come from, Burlington, Ontario, outside of Toronto. And she said, I did my internship there, and she said, you should be in Hollywood. And so I went from Miami to Hollywood. Because she was already an anchor woman, a well-established one, she was probably 40 and I was 21, I thought, well, if she's telling me that, I must have, you know, something. So you're so right, right. about it. You're right. I have, but I just figured out part of my problem. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, so no one could tell me to go anywhere. <laughs> what the fuck? I left the next morning. Oh, oh my God. I was going to say, wow. What you, how? Jeez. Okay. Um, so I, I left the salon and it was very cold and you know, it was that crisp coldness of snow coming I sure up, do. imminently coming. <sighs> and I got on a green line train to go home and I moved to my mom's house to save money. Mm-hmm. And, um, I um, got on a little green line trolley and I was on there and it was going back and forth. And in those days you sat on the side of the train with the windows behind you and I was going back and forth and it was freezing cold and I was there all alone in this trolley and I was thinking, get to Hollywood students with coupons, get to Hollywood students with coupons. <laughs> and, and I said, she's right. She's right. So um, by the time I, I got off that the end of the line and took a bus to my mom's, the snow was up to my knees uh-huh. and I had to walk a mile in the snow to get to my mom's house. Oh my goodness. When I got there, I was just done. I was done. Oh, yeah. So I called. Luckily, my older brother dated a Miss Massachusetts runner-up from <laughs> Rockton, Massachusetts. A runner-up. A runner-up. She was first runner-up and she lived in uh, Beverly Hills. Mm. And I, I got, got up to my mom's living room and I called her and I said, I just had a woman come into the salon. She said, you're too talented to be here doing students with coupons for the rest of your life. Get your ass to LA. Do it now. Go do movie stars. She goes, you should. And I said, can I come stay with you? And she said, yes. And I said, when can I come? She goes, tomorrow. Oh my God. I said, no problem. So I packed my bag that night. The next morning I (laughs) grabbed the bus because it was running again. I took it to the train station and went into government center. Back then we had airline ticket offices and I went to the airline ticket office at United Airlines. And I walked in and I said to the woman, I'd like a one-way ticket to Los Angeles. Oh my God. She said, round trip is cheaper. And I said, I'm not coming back. Oh, my oh. goodness. Oh, wow. And then I got on this flight. And, of course, I was scared. And we stopped in Chicago. And they came over to me. And I had a conversation with a flight attendant earlier. She said, why are you going to L.A.? I said, to make a new life for myself. And I was just a young, naive kid. And they came over to me. I was sitting in my little emergency exit seat. And they came over and they said, Mr. Berkowitz. I said, yes. They said, we've just moved you to seat 1A. And I said, where's where's that? (laughs) She goes, first class, follow me. First, I thought they were going to ask me to get off the plane when she said my name. (laughs) I was so scared. I'd be stuck in Chicago, even colder. You had good juju um, this whole trip. Like there were good things happening. Good signs, yeah. Listen, I've been kicked up the stairs to my ass's bludgeoned. Uh. I've been kicked (laughs) up the stairs of life 
get up those stairs, get up those stairs, run faster, run faster. You can do it. You can do it. Oh, I can't. I'm exhausted. Get going. And I really feel like I've had my ass kicked up those stairs oh, my whole life. That's incredible. And so then you, okay, you get to LA. What, where do you and, start? And, and, You're this kid for, I mean, what? Straight off of, well, we don't say bus, but basically, yes. Yeah, like yeah. how, oh, oh yeah, my God. I straight off the bus. You know, I, I love cutting hair and, and, and the neighbor across the hall from uh, Trish was Kathy and Kathy's sister's husband was one of the guys who wrote or wrote Top Gun. And oh, so wow. She, they lived behind the Beverly Hills Hotel. And I cut Kathy's hair when I got there because she was this hippie dippy yeah. girl who had a, she had a boutique in Marbella and she was making wrap Jeez. dresses. Oh she told God. me the day this woman named Diane von Furstenberg came in and loved it so much, bought oh the whole collection and we God. all know what happened. Oh so my anyway, God. Kathy originated the wrap dress. And <laughs> so anyway, um, I cut Kathy's wow. hair into long layers and her sister came over to take her to lunch and she said, who did your hair? It looks great. She goes, Philip, he's sleeping on Trisha's sofa. Oh so my God. She, can you cut my hair too? <laughs> I said, sure. And then it just kept on growing and growing and growing and, and, and people were referring and oh my god! Little by little, with the help you get by with, with a little help from your friends. Well, it's one thing to cut hair, Philip, and you know do an amazing job in a town like Beverly Hills and Hollywood, and you have touched the scalps of every single m massive oh, yeah. movie star. But it's another to launch an international successful. You can't go anywhere to any of your fat, your beautiful emporiums, beauty emporiums online. Philip B is a staple and mm -hmm. you'll see he has his own section. He's got tons of products. I am fascinated with how you went from this incredible hairdresser. Well, let's, let's go back. So you're cutting Kathy's hair. You did Trish's hair. <laughs> now you're being referred to all these friends. How do you go from that to Hollywood? Right, I, I, I was being referred. I, I, I've always had a good feeling when you hear something I grew up on. Also, I want to say when I was a small child, people said to me, how did you get into this? And I, you know, all I can remember is when I was born and from the time my, my dad was a landlord of three small stores in a place called um, Hall, Massachusetts. And, um, one of these stores was a hair salon and the hair salon was run by two gay flamboyant men. And they used to tease out ahead of here, roller set and tease out ahead oh. of here. And my mom, I was there. I was being two and three years old here wow. and saying to my mom, come on, come on. And she was under a dryer and they said, <laughs> little boy, do you want to sweep the floor? So they gave me a broom. They taught me how to sweep the floor. And then they said, do you want to sort the rollers? And I said, how do I do that? And they handed me a black plastic tray with rollers, a big mess of rollers. Oh. And they said, you put the yellow and the blue and the white and the green. So I stepped on organizing <laughs> the rollers. And then they said, what you don't realize is from zero to three, yeah. Yeah. So I'm watching all these teasing and, and, oh, and cutting. Fabulous. So I, went home, I took my sister's dolls and I started teasing and cutting. That's what I was going to ask you if you had sisters. Like I can smell the L net from here. You know, you have two sisters. <laughs> I, I love exactly. it. I love exactly. it. It was, it was, it was Aquanet back then. Aquanet. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, How did you get to Hollywood and do like all the stars? It was a journey. It was definitely a journey. Um, I started working in a salon. Linda Gray came in from Dallas. Sure. Oh, yeah. And I blew her hair out and she loved the blowout. And Orbe had just cut her hair in New York. And she had this really cool cut, kind of like spiky. Yeah. So I blew it out and she liked it. And then she said, can you color here? And I said, yeah. So then I started doing her color. And one thing that you'll notice is on TV, TV doesn't translate color like your eye. 
No. So you have to weave in large pieces of gold into the brown to make it look not black. Yes. And you, may, you need to make reds, flaming red, to make them look normal red. Mm-hmm. So um, pause for one second. Um, I want to check your audio because you're breaking up a lot. So, John. Yeah, sorry. It's 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 kind of bad. All right. I'm going to try this because I think I know what went, what went wrong. Okay. There. One. Hold on. I think I got it. This is going to be. How's that? Sounds good oh, to me. I, I, oh, my God. I can hear you better. Oh, that sounds yeah, really good. John, that's a okay. lot better. I can hear you a thousand times better. Perfect. Yeah, I was like, I don't right. want to miss all these stories can and we, have it sound bad. You were yep. doing Linda Gray's hair. Um, so I did Linda's hair, and then Linda sent in her daughter's husband's mother, and she had had her hair burnt. Someone put color on her hair and left her sitting there with some bleach and oh, no, no. chemical burn burned the hair and she came to me and i looked at her and i said i said you really you need an oil treatment oh said, you need an oil treatment and i said you need to put the lipids back in your hair you know when you touch hair you know what hair needs what it eats it eats from the scalp the yeah. oil glands yeah and, and they, they, i always said when i look at length of hair when you see length what i see is age every six inches is one year so yes. one year and then 12 inches is two years. That's right. And then 18 inches is three years. Guess what? After one year, your hair, your, your ends lost, lost connection to the food supply, yeah. the oil glands, the scalp. So they start to shrink. And as your hair starts to shrink, it loses its, its diameter and it loses its length. Like a shirt. It shrinks in all directions. Sure. Wait, so, so should we not have long hair? Well, you, you should trims. have long hair, but trims. long hair, hair is sponge-like. And the reason why they drug test hair is because your hair eats everything that comes out of your scalp, including chemotherapy drugs. Now, yeah. I learned to detect the smell of thyroid from women's scalps because I was blow drying. When you see those plumes of steam going yes. up, I would shut my dryer off and say, are you on thyroid? And they would say, how do you know? Because one day I said to a woman, what medicine are you taking? Because you have an odor coming off your scalp that's very particular. Oh, my she God. Said, um, medicine, medicine, like antidepressants? I said, no, no, no. I said, are you taking anything, anything at all? She goes, thyroid? I said, thank you. And then I smelled it again and again. Oh, my God. That makes all the sense in the world. Well, scalp's part of your human waste system. Hello. And so is the hair. It's discarded protein. Yeah. So anyway. Sorry, I hate to say it that way, but that's how it comes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Sounds brilliant. Sounds so glamorous, Philip. It's, it's, I'm it's sorry. brilliant. It just is everything, listen, everything that you ate, yeah. ate, uh, drank, Small. Okay, so so Philip, and, and, we... and, and breathed is coming out of your scalp, and that's why they drug test your hair. <gasps> that makes all the sense. And your hair in the world. is a sponge, and yeah. guess what happens with a sponge? This is kind of this so is wait. how it looks growing out of your head. Hold on, I'll sh- he's got actually take... a sponge in water. So uh, yeah, this is I do classes here all day. So when it, when hair grows out of the head, it's plump and thick with your own yeah. natural sebum. And within the sebum, again, is everything that you ate, drank, smoked, and breathed. Right now, as your hair grows, it starts to lose its diameter and it's and it starts to shrink up like it yeah. starts off a plum and it turns to a prune yeah yeah now what are split ends split ends are keratinized protein which is leather same composition kind of give or take uh-huh. um when it loses its lipid content it starts to dismantle itself and it breaks apart and splits uh-huh. and then eventually it cracks and breaks that's the science of life. So you're putting lipids and in the oils back in to fortify or, or to like, it's like when we color the hair, right? So you strip, let's say you're a brunette and you want to go blonde. You're essentially stripping out the brunette and filling it up with blonde, filling the follicle up with blonde. But how do you not know? Okay. Tell me, oh, I'm so fascinated by this. Well, well, when you're, when you're stripping, you're chemically burning. Okay. You're chemically burning and the higher the volume of peroxide determines okay. how high you can lift. 
Yeah. So there's, there's 20 volume peroxide. That's, that will give you mostly um, one and a half shades of lift, and then it will give you deposit. So you, people with brown, we do like 10 volume yeah, is straight can. deposit, 20 volume gives you one and a half shades of lift, uh, 40 volume gives you, I believe it's three and a half. I want to say three and a half shades of lift. So, and then uh, 60 volume can give you five and a half shades of lift. Wow. So your hair can withstand quite a bit, but it needs to be fortified too. It's a slow burn. Don't forget you're using ammonia and peroxide that are classified as caustics. And the reason why is because they burn. And you know, if you ever burned your hair by accident on a candle, okay, you know how the end turns white? Oh yeah. Well, there you go. It turned blonde. It just turned blonde, but you just burned it with fire instead of chemicals. Oh, oh that's interesting. Well, one takeaway, if I'm going to be a drug runner, i got to shave my head. I mean, that's what you just taught <laughs> yeah. me. I mean, Lord. I mean, well, think s- about it. That's true. Everything's they, up there. They take follicles the to do those drug tests. That's exactly oh, right. And, and so you could tell so much. <laughs> um, they actually take the hair from the follicles deeply rooted inside the scalp. Yeah. All right. And this is where great hair comes from greater scalp and the follicles within. So outside, they take the hair itself and within the hair is because it's sponge like it has absorbed the sebum. And within the sebum is every medicine you took, including an aspirin. Oh, my God. What holds a powdered aspirin together? Oleoresin. They press the powder. When your body cannot sweat out oil, it secretes through the glands. Therefore, medications like estrogen and thyroid are oil-based. DHT, dihydrotestosterone also. Why do women lose hair after pregnancy? Especially all men and women have testosterone receptors through the top of the crown. So when you're producing dihydrotestosterone, now in a woman's case, it's usually to make a large baby or a baby boy because yeah. all, embryos all embryos are asexual. Yes. To make, for a woman sense. to make a baby boy, she has to produce a high level of dihydrotestosterone. Oh, yeah. It totally makes sense because I felt sick my entire pregnancy with Rocco. I felt like my body was being drained, stripped. Was he a big boy? Uh, yeah, he was pretty big. And he also, like, I just felt boy hormones running through me and my, my yeah. body was like, Especially what? after they cut the umbilical cord. Whoa, because yeah. yeah. now it's running out because yeah. there's nowhere to go anymore. So you were, you were, you know, you were making a baby and it, all everything was going through, through that connective tissue. And once yeah. they cut it, it's like now it has to exit your yes. body. So it goes out through the scalp and then your hair falls out and sometimes you get depressed. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah, this postpartum. How did, you know, I want to know the leap. So you're doing celebrities and women of Beverly Hills hair. Yeah. How did you go from that to kind of Jillian was asking this question to developing these products that now are, you know, all, you can get them all over the world, but there's a big difference between, you know, someone that's in the salon to now a brand. How did you make that leap and when did you make it? Okay. So over the years, um, when I got out here, um, I met Linda and, I met so many celebrities in my life. So many people from. I mean, you've done. Most I've seen Carol. I've seen Sharon Stone. But I have a question. Sharon Stone. How many? Yeah, please. I mean, everybody. Goes, I'm, and Nicole Kidman. We can go on forever. But how, how many salons is, did you work at, Philip? Do you think uh, in total? Did you work at a lot, or um, did you stay for a long time at one particular four? Oh, four. Okay. No, some were some were more stepping stones. There okay. was one that was a quick stepping stone for me in and out. And then I went to work with Sally Hirschberger at oh, Arthur oh, Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Sally, Sally, Sally and I were going up to her house to shoot, uh, to shoot Iman. Oh God. Oh, she's, I love Sally. Wife. And Sally and I were driving up in the car. I just spoke to Sally the other day and, and I said, Sally, do you remember we were in your car and you leaned over to me and said, how do you feel? I'm going to make you a star. 
And I said, I said, I feel pretty good. Um, <laughs> that Sandy, sounds Sandy, good. Yeah. Um, she sent Sandra Bullock to me before yeah. Sandra was famous. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Linda Opes came to me through, through, um, through Sally. Um, Iman came to me through Sally. Like Sally was sending everyone to me because she knew that I had a knack for restoring hair. Oh, I know what wonderful. hair eats. And if you know what hair eats, you can feed it. Hair is like an animal and it lives on your head. And if you don't feed it right, it's an angry animal. And if it's angry, oh. it's going to have a bad hair day. What <laughs> should we eat to have a beautiful hair? What, tell us some of the things like, is it broccoli? Is it like what? <laughs> Selenium's always good. Those, of course, you know, green leafy vegetables are good for your body and all that. It's great for fuel, fuel, and don't cook it to death. You need to keep the enzymes and and the vitamins intact and as you cook food you cook it to death and you can kill it mm-hmm. and when you kill it things these vitamins and these enzymes can yeah. actually turn kind of toxic in your system just don't forget your stomach is full of acid so when and food is raw it's alkaline so when you eat it when you eat the food it's like an apple if you cut an apple in half and you watch it it dies before your eyes then you eat it you eat it as it's as it's decomposing as it's eating itself with its own natural acids you throw an alkaline apple into your acidic stomach you have a pH that comes together to make a normal pH. But if you cook that apple and you make applesauce, you kill every single organism. Then you throw it. Now you've turned it from an alkaline to an acid. Then you throw it in your mouth and you swallow it. Then you get acid and acid, which gives you acid reflex. Yeah, yeah. Common sense prevails. Dr. Philip now. Well, truly, it sort of is like being a doctor. And so uh, how did you build the brand? I'm just so curious because we know a lot of glam people. I had a concept and I'm... I was doing the president of Sony motion pictures here for every two weeks, like religion and Peter is his name. And Peter said to me, I said to Peter, I have a concept. I said, I'm a talented man. I said, all my life, they've told me I was talented. Here's my dilemma. I can't find talented tools and I can't find talented product. Mm. I said, every corporation, it comes in with a representative trying to sell me soap and water. Mm. No one's giving me the real deal. I want healing extracts. I want things that make my skin come to life and feed my soul. Yeah. I want my senses to come to life using pure mint to wake me up in the morning instead of the cup of coffee. And right. I'd like to use the scent of truffle oil to shift my brain after work instead of that glass of wine, mm. which is always like what you hear in America. Yeah. In the morning, yeah. I can't start my day before my first cup of coffee yep. and then at five, five o'clock or four forty-five, everyone's in the office going i can't wait for that first glass of wine yeah <laughs> i'm like okay well you know that's all well and fine for you it doesn't you know, it doesn't work like that for me um because i never indulged in alcohol because i felt when i did start drinking and playing with alcohol i couldn't cut a straight bob the next day yeah oh wow yeah. so you make your choices now <laughs> now you decide do you want your career or do you want to have fun and oh it's honey like, it's so true wanna, it's a balance and in my therapist said if you let if you let your child inside run your life Guess what? It's going to be a mess. If you let your, and if you let your, and she said, if you let your super ego run your life, it's going to be a mess. You got to let your inner adult win those arguments of those three arguments going on in everyone's head every day. It's like that beautiful car or dress. It's like the the adult love. Mm, that's beautiful, and the inner child goes, "You look great." And the super ego's like, "Yeah, you're going to look really hot." And then the adult says, "But I really, you know, if we buy this dress, we probably can't afford food." And then the child's like, "So what? You look really good." <laughs> and the super ego is like, "You're going to be somehow you won't need to eat." But you know, if the adult wins, you're, you're, you're going to be a happier. Person. Person. But if the other two win, you're gonna, you're really gonna be suffering. You know what's funny? Because being a a, a hair stylist, a guru, a, a product definer, you are sort of a therapist. And on that, really, to your clients. But on that note, oh we're gonna God. take a really quick, quick break, and uh, we're gonna talk to you about how you created your line on the other side. 
People say puffiness and bags under the eyes are the hardest thing to get rid of. Well, that's true until now. I've been using GenuCell Plant Stem Cell Therapy from Chamonix. It's specifically targeted for your eyes, the puffiness, and the bags. Due to the new technology, GenuCell is an incredibly powerful natural serum. I love the idea of natural. And with its instant effects, it's guaranteed to show results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. That's right. Users saw results in only 12 hours with dramatic improvement in just two weeks. It's a true Chamonix classic. GenuCell contains eight extra ingredients to significantly reduce the appearance of bags and puffiness under your eyes. Plus, GenuCell uses patented plant stem cell technology to improve longevity and brilliant long-term results. Now, you can try GenuCell absolutely risk-free. How? Go to lovegenucell.com slash Jillian and enter the promo code Jillian for an extra 10% off. Order now and get the GenuCell immediately effects for instant results included in your package today. So say goodbye to puffiness and eye bags today. Shamani, it's the best skincare, best results, or your money back. That's lovegenucell.com slash Jillian. All right, we are back with Philip B. He is a hair... Oh my goodness. Uh, I like the guru word. Yeah, he really truly is. Yeah. Um, because he really works it from the inside out, from your from yeah. your gut. Talking about thyroid, he can smell it. It makes all, <laughs> yeah. it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I, all, a lot of hairdressers raise their hand when I teach class around the world. And I said, you know, do you, have you noticed certain odors come off of client scalps? When, they, when you're blow drying, you see a plume of steam go up. Yeah. And then that steam is what you can smell. And all hairdressers, they raise their hand for me. I'm not the only one. Yeah. I, just, I just learned to, to figure it out. So how do you go from Peter at Sony Pictures and you're saying to him, look, I want to take it a step further. I need tools and I product. I developed my first product and all I wanted to do was make one product and it was called Rejuvenating Oil. And Linda Opst gave it the name Rejuvenating Oil. She's a movie producer in Hollywood. I don't know if you, you probably know who she is, but wow. for the people who don't, she made her first movie was Flashdance. Heard of that. Tisha King, Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> and so on. so yeah. Linda was my client and also one of my beginning success stories. And she, when Sally sent her up to me, her hair looked, she looked like she put her finger in a light socket, basically. Wow. And I said, oh my God, what happened to you? And I just <laughs> touched her chemically, her chemically damaged hair. Eesh. And I said, sit down. And I mixed in oil treatment with olive and almond and walnut and sesame and jojoba oil because jojoba has a human-like viscosity and consistency. Ooh. And then to make it penetrate deeper into the hair, I added lavender, gardenia, orange peel, geranium. Um, and, and I created a blend of molecules because what I did was I actually went and I sat down with a bunch, literally, there's 60, 70 bottles of essential and carrier oils, hazelnut oil, uh, castor oil. They all have a different touch. And when you feel, if you just take your index finger and you rub your scalp and then you, you go like, you put your thumb and your index together and yeah. you feel the texture and consistency of your sebum. Right. And then you start feeling oils. What you'll notice is, is an orange oil is very light and watery and slightly emollient, but not enough to match this heavy animal oil coming out of our heads. Mm. So I want you to create sebum. My dream was to create human sebum and then everyone said you love the book perfume oh my god you love the oh, book perfume. Right. Like, oh my god when i saw the movie perfume years later yeah. i was like oh my god i mean this is i thought it was genius yeah because how he extracted the scent from people is how you do it yeah right it genius it was whoever figured that chemistry out is a genius it's mm -hmm. it's maniacal but it's crazy. So I knew hair eats sebum. And I also knew that your hair loses connection to the oil glands in the scalp as it gets past four inches, five inches long. And then that's when you'll notice that your end starts, your hair starts to become less manageable. Mm -hmm. So, oh. Was that, is that your mother? 
Um, it's my second mother. Hold on. Decline. Sorry. What's your mother calling? Um, you, do you see this here? You're holding up yes, here. Yes. yes. Okay. That's Michael's here from earlier. And I want to show you something. Now, Michael's your husband, correct? Michael's my husband I mean, 12 I know years. that. I'm just laying the audience oh. down. <laughs> okay. I'm going to show you. Now, what I'm doing is I'm showing you what only a mic microscope can see. You yeah. can see little beads. I see it. Okay, those are, are, are beads of oil resting on the shingles of the hair. And every, every bead is resting on a door, just like the doors in my house okay. or in your house. And those doors, when they're open, the oil rests on the shingle. Just like after a rainstorm, if you look up in an old shingled house, you'll see little puddles sure. on each and every shingle. And that's what you're looking at here. And those cuticles open to alkaline and they close to acid. Now, the hair has three parts to it. It has the medulla, which is where waving curl comes from. Then you have the cortex. And then around the cortex is the outermost protective sheath. We refer to it in my company as STP, like the old oil. Yeah, Remember yeah. STP, back yep. in the old. Yep. Stacked, st ours stand for stacked transparent plates. They are literally transparent plates, very similar to a diamond or a prism more than a window. And what happens is when they're moisturized, they're translucent. And underneath them, don't forget, are the color pigments. Now, when you look at natural color, there's a whole array of colors within a natural color. You know, not, hair, not artificially colored, natural. Sure. You have blondes, you have browns, you have auburns, all going on at the same time to create a really beautiful, rich, deep color. Now, as the hair gets longer, it becomes more dehydrated thirsty. It loses the, the ability to, um, it loses its natural lipid content. And through that, it tends to absorb more water and, and hold because it has less oil. So it's overcompensating. That's where high porous, high porous hair comes from bleached hair, especially it always holds water, never dries really well. Mm. So what I realized was um, if I wanted to even out the hair's porosity, I needed to feed it the absorbency of hair. And by doing that, I needed to replicate sebum. So I went on this journey to fill each and every oil. I read every, I used to go to the Bodhi tree bookstore. Oh my you know, gosh. Yeah, I, remember that. I lived in the Bodhi tree. Um, I was in the um, self help, the self help kitchen cosmetology section with the witchcraft books, kitchen cosmetology <laughs> books, make your own cosmetics at home. By the way, all these books behind me on my bookcase here are books from the Bodhi tree, wow. many of them as, including the physician's desk reference guide to botanical medicines, okay. which I ordered online. No, not online back then. There was no online back then. Right. I took several courses with, with different companies, pharmaceutical um, uh, companies when it came to scalp care. I okay. wanted to hear what they were offering. I did hair color chemistry classes. This color is chemistry, by the way. Yes. And then um, I just kept in accruing knowledge through living life and speaking to smart people and having intelligent clients. And one day I realized that um, water finds its own level. And so do we, and who we attract to ourselves is our own types. And that's how I got with Ava Shambam later on in life. And Ava Shambam is a very successful dermatologist in, mm -hmm. in uh, Santa Monica and Beverly Hills. Beverly and, Hills. Yes. Derm diva. Derm diva. Derm diva. <laughs> and my so derm diva. She, so, so the two of you together... You got oh, I, okay. Yeah. Let me, I, no, let me just. So I wanted to create sim, simulated sebum. That's all I wanted to make was one product. Right. And it's it's called rejuvenating oil. And and it literally, when you feel it, it feels like what's coming out of your head, which is what I wanted. Only everything from plant is smaller than animal. We make animal oil. That's what's coming out of our head. In the, in the lab, every chemist says it's warm-blooded animal oil. And I said, okay, there's nothing from plant that matches animal. All molecules are smaller. So I needed to find something that was similar, and that's where jojoba comes in. You see. It's 
see you and I, how about it's an oil? Yeah. But to everyone else in the laboratory, it's a wax. It's a soft wax. Okay. And I said to the chemist, why do we call it oh, an oil if it's a wax? And she said, layman terms. Some things are just easier. And I said, okay, I get it. So um, I created this blend. And what I would do for you, for both of you with your long hair, is I would literally apply it very heavy to the scalp. And I would apply it to the scalp and massage it in using the pads, not my fingernails, of my fingertips. And I would massage it in gently. And as I solubilize the plant oil with the human animal oil coming out of your head, your sebum, which is a soft wax. And don't forget, you're running at, at, at 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, you take a candle from Diptyque and you put it in an oven and pop it at 100 and call me in 20 minutes and tell me what it looks like. <laughs> right. it's, it's running, it's right. liquid. So that's why we're hot. When, we, when our bodies die and our heart stops beating, the temperature drops and we go cold, the wax hardens. It's part of the whole thing. I mean, so you, I, I mean, just the massage sounds so good. I was well, like, so, I miss, so you massage the oils into the scalp. And what happens is it solubilizes with your natural sebum, which is heavy. And then it moves it down. The, then you move it down the hair shaft. And as you start moving the oils down the hair shaft, massaging in a downward motion, because that's the grain of hair. Right. Your and, follicles um, are down. They're not up. Yeah. Right, Wait, like you going know, down you know, the shaft. You know how wood has a grain. Yep. So does hair. <laughs> All right, so does hair. Okay, okay. So when you wash wood, you don't go against the grain. You go in the right, direction of the right. grain, so you can go deep in the grain and lift everything out. So with the hair, you know, if you blow the hair up, you're going to blow the cuticles open. What's going to happen is it's going to be gritty to the touch, tangled, yeah, horrible, dry looking. Yep. It's going to look dirty. I've had extensions do that because I think they put them the wrong way up. I'm oh, they put them in upside down? Absolutely. I know that's <laughs> happened. Absolutely. Oh, my God. But all I know is it was a big old fucking teased ball of hair. But I, I, I do want to ask you something because my friend who, and, and we're going to, it's, it's about oil. And my friend who also had cancer was just here. And she was saying she's been using castor oil and her hair has been quite you know, coming in thick. Mine's come in thicker. I haven't done anything like that, but mine is now curlier than it was and it's black. That's normal. It that's is, normal. yeah. Uh, that's so interesting to me. Follow, uh, th your this follicle is a, change shape. This is a wig. Oh. Okay. So now I have a question for Philip. That's what this happens is perfect. in pregnancy with hormones. Okay. So your follicle change shape, is that the actual, like it, coming from your head, like it, 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 it now is bent inside okay. so it curls? Here's what happens. Yeah. Round follicles produce straight hair. Okay. Okay. And hair grows out of the head naturally at a 45 degree angle. Now, if I scare you, boom, you you get goosebumps and your hair goes up. Right. And that's the erector pili muscle pulling the, pulling the hair and it's making the hair go to a 90 degree. And then it goes back down to a 45. Now round follicles produce straight hair. Uh, elliptical follicles can produce curly and wavy hair like mine. This is wavy curly hair. Yeah. And then um, and flat follicles produce curlier hair. And the flatter the follicle, oh. the curlier the hair. Oh. Now, I noticed with a flat follicle, as the hair pushes through, it comes out with an uneven oil distribution because the follicle doesn't have this linear shape so the oil can't disperse perfectly into the hair as it grows out. You're 100% like right. Hair. I've got the last one. And this is why you're 100% right. When my hair started to grow out, and I know I have the flat one because I would have so much oil up top and then it would be curly at the ends and dry. 
That makes all the sense in the world. I like that you break it down into the science because, mm. you know, I, 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 when you get chemo and you're bald, your hair starts to grow back, you become very astute and very aware of, of what's happening. So that I've makes... Many, many women who came before chemo were, and I shaved their heads. Yeah, yeah. I let my I daughter shave my, my head. And, and do they come back? It comes back darker because my hair is black right now. It, it comes back curlier. It comes back darker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have seen crazy happen yeah. after yes. you know. it always comes back thicker thicker like I, I used to have thin hair and yes. now it's so thick and so, I don't know how to work this texture because <laughs> I never had this and after chemo you end up with a different texture completely and so oils have become a real essential for me I feel mm. like I haven't fucked with my hair at all since I uh it's growing back in dark healthy beautiful Curly's a little hard to handle, but I'll leave oils in it overnight. Is that useless or is that a good thing no, to do? No, it's a good thing. Okay, good. It's oh. a good thing because your hair is absorbing and it takes time to absorb. I use heat to accelerate absorption by with a blow dryer and a concentrator nozzle. By using that, you allow you can push the heat away from the scalp because right. oil grabs heat in seconds. So what wow. you want to do is you just want to you want to wave it. You want to keep your hand present because you don't want to fry the hair. You just right. want to make it a nurturing hot oil treatment. Oh. Now for the scalp. Okay. I I always keep my hand present as I heat the scalp because it's really important that your hand gauges the temperature because much like a restaurant, you're only as good as your last meal. Guess what? <laughs> if, I, if I burn your head, you're not coming back. <laughs> well, I have one of those heating caps from the 60s, I swear to God. And remember Alberto VO5? You'd break of the course. glass open. And <laughs> that, I love that. That was all silicone. That was all like how I began. Wait, that was all silicone? Yeah. So that's not good? You, just read the ingredients. Oh, God. Ooh. But you, that's why I love your products, because you took botanicals to a, another level, still, still being scientific about it, but yet, you know, uh, did you work with chemists to find the perfect balance of all these oils, and how did you do that? Initially, initially the initial oil treatment came from me, and I still have my original. Oh, when wow. I wrote, Wonderful. When I wrote my original on stationary, my original formula, as I was making it, I was writing it down oh, as I was God. creating how many drops per, and and I took this, I went to a lab and I showed my chemist how I mix it. I took all my oils in a box and I walked into the lab and I said, here is how I mix it. And I showed her. And then this, I met this woman named Marie from Gillette in Boston. And she was also living out here. And she said, you're from Boston. I said, so, she said, so, so am I. I'm, I worked at Gillette. And I was like, oh my God. And she took me under her wing and she started to teach me. And I worked in that lab. I went out to that lab every day mm. and worked with her, her wow. and her team. And I told them, I said, I was promised my mom I'd make the fountain of youth. I said, oh. now we've got the chance. And one of the chemists said to me, do you know we, we manufacture for the biggest companies in the world here and no one's ever, ever said that. They always give us cost restrictions of 27 cents. Oh. And I said, 27 cents? They said, well, 80% <laughs> of the, the, the bottle is water and it comes from the earth and it's natural. And I said, oh my God, this is getting crazier. So, and they said, and cleanser's cheap and so is fragrance. So, you know, do the, do the math. If you're running 3 million bottles on a high-speed line, yeah. it's cost, the cost goes down to nothing because it's water, soap, and fragrance. And then they go on TV. Now, here's where the trickery comes in. Then they hire a movie star. Yeah. And they pay them $3 million to come over to the studio one day. And, and they have a friend of mine, like my friend Ken. He's one of the 10 special effects hair guys in the world. Ken was flying before COVID. He was flying all over this world doing commercials for the biggest hair brands with the biggest movie stars. We're talking the Shakira's, the this and that. Right. By the way, Shakira, used, I used the FedEx bottles to Paris for Shakira of oh, oil. The it. big ones. Oh, my God. Anyway, so Ken <laughs> has these, th these wonderful tricks. And he was showing Michael and I. And I have to 
to tell you. I couldn't stop laughing, but they're great. You see them on TV all the time. Like when she throws her hair and the hair goes all, it yeah. flows around her head. That's all done with a rubber band. It's so simple. It's done with, with a silk band. And he has her go into a uh, lean over to the right. It's a very yoga-esque position. Yeah. And then she has to hold the band in place and pull her hair out really fast and it springs <laughs> out and then they catch oh, it on a camera. Then they slow it down to slow motion. That makes sense. And I that's love how, the so trickery. Of, and sometimes they use fishing wire and they mm. lay the hair on and they have two guys holding a line. And then they, uh, they, and what they do is they have one, two, and then two more guys holding fishing wire behind. <laughs> and then they hang the hair on it and they film it and they pull the wire and make the hair ripple. <laughs> oh my God. That makes sense. Because I've always wondered that. And, and so have you ever seen, has anyone ever come into your chair and you're like, a, you've got a gorgeous, like perfect virgin head of hair, silky, shiny from the root to the, to the yeah, you've seen that. Oh, nice. Many. Yeah. Tight wow. cuticle. They have a tight cuticle. Oh. No, wait. no one's ever told you that. <laughs> no, no. I've heard yeah, of other things tightened, but not this. When the cuticle's tight, it's that slick glassy straight hair with a round follicle with perfect oil Son distribution as the bitch. hair grows out and they just it's it's like it's like that japanese hair that you yes. see that you on tv and you're yes. like oh i just want to touch it i just oh. want to rub my hands all over it yes but it I looks very like turned on by it, that but most men yeah. do men are very visual i men know are from mars and women are from venus <laughs> I used to say, uh, women are from Venus, men think with their penis. But yeah, um, you, that's pretty much what I'm trying to say, yeah. but I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. But you're so right. It's like ideas. a glass. It's like glass. Their hair is perfect and it just shimmers and it moves mm. perfectly. But um, okay, so you, you said to the person. So I, I was with Marie. Yeah. Marie said to me, I said, I have another idea. I said, I'm a very passionate person. And I went to the doctor when I was young and I said, I sweat a lot. And I notice it's when I'm working, I get really excited and my heart starts to race. And the doctor said to me, you obviously love what you do because you get so into it that you start pumping epinephrine. And he said, and then he, I said, it's like having sex when I do here. I said, I just start to drench myself with sweat as I'm blowing it out and running right. my hands through it. And I, I said, it's a very sensual experience to do here and not sexually. Right. Passionate. Visually, You're very passionate. Visually, to yeah. see someone blossom before your eyes, to go from, yeah. oh my God, I'm so stressed out i'm just gonna go home and go to sleep too oh my god i look so beautiful i can't believe how gorgeous i look i want to go out to dinner yeah. and get my husband to take me out tonight you know and that's <laughs> what we did to everyone and one lady said to me one hour with you is better than 10 years of therapy well oh, that's, that's a nice major thing compliment said to me major compliment and i said and i'm a lot cheaper too and then I said, <laughs> It's true. And then another lady said to me, which was very sweet in my, on my career path, I wish I could put you in a bottle and take you home. And I said, someday you, I said, someday you will. <laughs> and guess and what? Look at this. And, and look I, at this. I did. So 30 years ago this year, <gasps> oh my gosh. I, I launched Rejuvenating Oil. Let me tell you. Oh so my there God. I go. I'm, doing, I'm doing Linda and I'm doing all these celebrities in Hollywood. And Linda's on the phone with Barbara Streisand and I'm doing Linda's hair. And I'm like, Linda, why didn't she hangs on the phone? Like, why didn't you tell Barbara about me? And she said, if I tell Barbara about you, I said, she is going to consume, fall in love with you, consume you, and I will oh. never get an appointment. <laughs> and she said, you are Hollywood's best kept secret. And I said, honestly, if I say Hollywood's best kept secret, I'm going to starve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said, you need to share the wealth. Oh, but that's anyway, right. good luck telling anyone that in Hollywood. So anyway, yeah. um, I laughed it off and I love Linda to this day. We're a very close relationship. That's amazing. Um, I can't believe it's been 30 years that you launched that. Mm -hmm. And how many products are in your line uh, in that 30 year span now, would you say? Oh my God. 
I have to look at all my children. You have all my children. You're a gay man. You realize you're not having kids young. And this, when I started this whole endeavor, there was no adoption for gays. Yeah. Okay? We couldn't oh, even get married. We couldn't get a marriage so reduction horrible. if we stood on our head and break dance for the president. All right, that was not possible. Yeah. It was not possible. So I said to myself, I'm going to create the most intelligent line of product for intelligent people. My kids are going to go to Harvard. They're going to be made of the finest, mm. the finest genetics possible, mm. healthy raw materials. And Marie said to me, don't forget, honey. She goes, everyone thinks they want natural and it's beautiful. Natural is brown. Oh. Extracts are brown. Yeah. And you can see the juices in the bottle. And, so, it was like, I'm, and, and the juices wonderful. in the bottle are brown. Wonderful. So you have to, you have to shake them because natural ingredients separate because they all have different molecular weights, much like oil and vinegar. Yeah. They can separate. They don't stay solubilized. So... I started making really natural product and I, and, and my manufacturer said to me, kid, you're going to go out of business because no one's going to spend this kind of money. And I said, um, just watch me. I said, my clients are, are screaming for it, screaming for it. And then I got this funny phone call from Paramount Studios. And they said, is this Philip B? And I said, yes. She said, hi, I'm calling from Paramount Pictures. I said, um, uh, she said, uh, we have a, a really big problem and we, we heard you can help us. Mm. And I said, what's going on? And they said, well, we're making a movie and we shut Rockefeller Center down. We're paying $3 million a day for the, for the streets to be closed. And Sharon Stone's the star of the movie and someone overlapped the bleach because of continuity. They oh have to retouch God. the roots every three days because, you know, they shoot a movie out of sequence. Yes. So then they, they, the, the editor, I always said the editor gets the Academy Award because he, <laughs> he did a great job putting this mess together and making a story. That's right. So anyway, the, because they shoot out of sequence, every three days you retouch. And if you have bleached, which she did, she had bobbed bleached hair. They overlapped the bleach and the whole back of her head broke off in the middle of oh filming. So there they are halfway through a film. Now there's no continuity. They can't switch to wigs. It's a little too obvious. What do you do? So they called me and I said, and I said, why me? And she said to me, everyone knows you're the hair guru. <laughs> I said, no way. So I um. So you weren't a best kept secret anymore. Yeah. Um, no, I realized the word was getting out. So I went over and I took this bottle and I poured this onto Sharon's hair. Not the whole bottle. I poured about a half of it onto her hair and I started massaging it through. And I took the blow dryer and I heated it and heated it and heated it and making a hot oil treatment. Yeah. Because there's no such thing as a cold oil treatment. That right, just sits right. on the surface. I needed it to penetrate in and put the elasticity back into the bleached hair. And then I told her hairdresser, who was Paul LeBlanc at the time, most brilliant. He did casino with her. He, oh, that man, was a maestro with a wig. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. And I said to Paul, I said, here's what I want you to do tomorrow morning. I said, I want you to take my clarifying mint shampoo. And I want you to, I want you to put this all over her oiled hair. I want you to mash it in. I said, I want you to add some water and lather it up and keep on adding water slowly and lathering it up. And then I, after about four or five minutes, when her scalp is cool and fresh, I would like you to rinse it. Then I make a lightweight deep conditioning cream, which is all you need because you're putting the, the moisture back into the hair, the oil, right. which is going to put weight. And as you put weight back into dehydrated hair, you get this pendulum effect. That's what men see. That's what turns men on when they see oh. hair flicking and flowing. Oh. That's why they get visual. Interesting. So anyway, yeah. And, but when you take the weight from it and you, de you deplete the moisture, the hair just dangles. It yeah. can't move the same anymore. Yeah. It loses its center makes of gravity. Sense. That makes so sense. So I told Paul, I said, you're going to use a lightweight deep conditioning cream. It's wheat and soy protein, all plant-based. My dream, 100% plant-based. Pure product, 
with dosing levels of extracts, real medicinal extracts, before there was a CVS, before there was a Walgreens, before there was a Boots or whatever you're calling your drugstore in your town, there was a local medicine person that took all the local herbs and made all these poultices and packs and you went to them and you said, oh, I have a problem. And they said, here, come in. Yeah. And they called the medicine man, the medicine Like woman. the apothecary, yes. And exactly. I became the medicine man of Hollywood with wow. scalp and here. Wow. And then, so Sharon's here. So let me tell you, so I told them, and also I made something called PH, PH, um, it's called PH Detangling Restorative. Oh. Now, I'll just show you. So anyway, I have litmus paper here. Right? And yeah. in this litmus paper, it shows the pH of things. And uh -huh. I want to show you. Now, the pH of, of skin, every woman, I say to them, what's the pH of your skin? I and would. almost every woman says 5.5. Really? I, but I go to hairdressers and I say, what's the pH of your hair? And they go, I don't know. Yeah. It's 5.5, same as your scalp. Oh, and um, epidermis is dead. Hair is dead. Byproduct, byproduct. Yeah. I know underneath is alive, but the top is not. Right. Acid, acid. Alkaline, alkaline. Uh, How do you stay healthy? Alkaline. alkaline. You know who the best person to learn from is on this? Carol Alt. Really? Why? Carol's been a raw foodist. And Carol was also diagnosed with an issue and wanted to beat it in her own way. Oh. And she found her way to get through this. And she's Good managed to her. take care of herself. And, and, and alkaline, her immune system. that's been a big oh. part of it for her. And I, lost, I lost 10 waist sizes because of Carol. Oh, my God. She taught me how to eat right. She got me off of, off of fried food and pizza okay. and, and living hairdresser diet, I call it. Yeah. Quick, standing while you're eating, chewing while you're running. You never sat down to a proper meal. It was so abnormal. Hairdressers all know this story. We all, we're always in the back room shoveling in the mouth because yeah. the client's processing over here and the other one's waiting. You know, the assistants mm -hmm. are buzzing around, yeah. you know, your life. But it's so gratifying because guess what? Hey, listen, if I wanted to be rich, I would have been a hedge fund manager, right? <laughs> but I decided to be a hairdresser. <laughs> guess what? A hairdresser, you're always going to be a worker bee. Yeah. You're never, you know, and if you own a salon, so you'll make some extra money. Right. I never really dreamed I'd make a product until necessity was the mother of my invention. Mm, I knew I needed to. And I said to Peter, which is one of right, just circle back to that. Sony, I said, yeah. Peter, I said, I can't find talented product. And he said, have you looked around? I said, I've been to Neiman's. I've been to Saks. I've been everywhere. I went to Geneva working on a film. I went to every apotheca mm. in Paris. I said, honestly, I said, it's the same all over the world. Soap and water. No one's giving us real product. And he said, then make it. Wow. And he had an itchy scalp. Oh, I got to care of that. Bam. Wow. Um, <laughs> Wow. I know, how, I know. I understand. I understand dandruff is, is a fungal imbalance in the scalp. And as, and as Ava and I have discussed, which Ava and I came together by psoriasis. When she had oh. the psoriasis research center with Dr. Nicholas Lowe, which was in Santa Monica at the St. John's Medical Center. Right. Dr. Nick Lowe is the world's leading authority of, on psoriasis from London. He was traveling back and forth LA, London. And Ava... I did not know her at the time. I met her during this time um, when she was with Nick. Um, I was, I got a phone call from Elaine Wynn, whose husband is Steve Wynn, and they own the Wynn Hotels sure. in Vegas, all the hotels. And she um, said, um, I heard you're, you, you give an amazing blow dry. Oh, <laughs> I wow. said, I do. She <laughs> said, can I come in? I said, sure. Actually, she still comes. She still comes oh, by. Wow. Anyway, um, so when I was doing the lanes here, along the way, one of my clients came to me, and he had psoriasis all over his scalp. And he had very thick, dry hair, no color. He was young. He was probably 17, 18. Wow. It was my friend's son. 
Anyway, I took the oil and I said to him, I'm going to give you an oil treatment. I've got to give you an oil treatment. Your hair is so dry. It's so dry to the eye, dry to the touch. It just was. Thirsty. And his scalp was very dry in the psoriasis patches. You know, you get up to a month's worth of cell production in the 24-hour period in the psoriasis. Wow. And it's autoimmune. Oh. oh, yeah. And let me tell you, if you're, if you're flaring, it can really be uncomfortable. No sleep. You're sleepless. You're oh exhausted. You're, you're itching constantly. Oh. And you'll see fingernail marks and dried blood on people's heads. And they turn to me That's as the hairdresser. So they go, what can I do? I can't sleep at night. You feel so helpless because you want to help them. Right. You just want to help them. And you go downstairs initially and you take that product off the shelf that they're selling in the hair salon and you go, this might help. It says it's going to help. And they come back and go, it didn't help. It didn't help. And they're desperate. They're desperate. So I started doing my own research and I said, what is dandruff? I said, dandruff is a fungal infection in the scalp. And what feeds dandruff? Well, you eat a lot of sugar and drink a lot of beer and you have a lot of bread. Wow. If you've got an imbalance in your intestinal tract, it's all going to come out because you are what you eat from your head to your feet. Wow. So I was like, oh my God, am I answering my own questions? I was reading Conversations with God. That's what got me started. Interesting. Remember that book? Yes, of course. Oh my God. Oh my God, I talk about dating myself. Please, I can oh, date I'm myself. Not. I take myself to the drive-in right now. <laughs> um, uh, but, I, um, I read this book, Conversations with God, and it said you, the, questions are, you, the answers to your questions are inside you. And you, all you have to do is sit with a pen and paper and ask yourself out loud and say, what is dandruff? It's a fungal infection in the scalp. It's called malassezia. And the organisms are multiplying because they're eating the dead skin. They're multiplying very fast. And the more they multiply, the more you itch. Mm. There's microorganisms living on our scalp and the microbiome of the scalp is different than the microbiome on the face. This is the oiliest part of the body, your scalp. Okay. Your scalp is the thickest skin next to the soles and the bottom of the feet. Isn't really? that funny that the top and bottom yeah. are both super thick oh. yeah. and then everything in between is thin, yeah. thin and all different densities. So, um, I, I did the math on the whole thing and I started to basically sound out how I could cut the organisms down in the scalp through botanicals, using botanicals like the antimicrobial, antifungal aspect of tea tree oil. Oh. I know. Listen, we all know tea tree oil. It's almost like chocolate ice cream. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. Guess what? It's a medicine. Mm -hmm. And it's a medicine and it needs to be used responsibly. And these are also essential oils. And much like when you were pregnant, yeah. they said, don't put lavender oil on your skin because it can go through your bloodstream sure. and hurt an unborn child. Yeah. It can also taint the milk. Okay, essential oils have water-like viscosity and their molecules are very small. They penetrate right through the skin, go into the bloodstream. Carrier oils, massage oils, almond oil. When you go for a massage, they use almond oil because it glides and slides and yeah. it stays on the skin. It doesn't go in. Okay. Essential oils and medicinal. And that's something in America. It's funny in Europe, you need a prescription to get these oils in You're Germany. Kidding. You can oh. walk into a bookstore. You're and I'm kidding. like, oh my God, we are so backwards. In Europe, they really keep control. You're so right. I'm from Canada. It's yeah. very much so. Yeah. You know. Yep, yep, yep. We're going to pause for a second to hear from one of our sponsors that I absolutely love and use daily. Well, you know, I have never made uh, a resolution. I'm just not that type of person. But I did notice that my lifestyle needed a little changing, especially after uh, my diagnosis. So I've decided, with Lizzie's help, of course, to start walking more and looking at 2020 in the rearview mirror and basically saying F you to that whole year because it was just a horrible year. <laughs> so this year's about self-care and self-love, which means focusing on being happy and feeling relaxed. And that's where mental clarity 
is really shaping my life. Like, yes, I do talk to a shrink once a month. I mean, it used to be once a week. Now we're down to once a month, which is wonderful. Um, she knows I take the Sunday Scaries, which are the CBD gummies, which I absolutely love. I'm so sick of taking pills. So gummies are it for me. They're fruity. They mellow me out. And I know that they're healthy. So within 20 minutes of popping two of them, I'm in total max relaxation mode, which I love. And I love them so much that I want to reach out to you, my listener, and give you 25% off. If you visit sundayscaries.com, don't forget to use the promo code Jillian. It's just my name, give you 25% off. And I know that this is going to do for you what it's done for me. Sunday Scaries have taken the scare and the fright and everything else out of my life. And it's all about living healthy and living well and being positive and moving forward. It's sundayscaries.com. Don't forget to use the promo code Jillian for 25% off and see how freaking amazing they are. You've been around the world. You've traveled. You've seen. You know. I've lived. You've lived. Yeah. So, I married it. Yeah. I, I oh. wanted to talk about that because you said, okay, so 12 years you've been married. and um, uh, We've been together 12. Aww. We've been married since 2013. Yeah. <gasps> okay, that makes sense because when I met you, and we can tell that story pretty quickly, I feel like you guys had just gotten married. We I, had just, yeah, we had just gotten married. Yeah, we okay. Just, that's and, what I was like. I don't think I've been 13 years, but yeah, okay. No, yeah. We, we met in, uh, we met at the um, MTV Music Awards uh, Berlin. What? And I, and I saw the back of his head. Shut and, up. What was he, was what was he doing was, there? You liked his head. My, You're like, oh, that's a good head of hair. Mm. I said, that's the most beautiful back of a head I've ever seen. And my <laughs> girlfriend was with me. Who She was from, she was from, uh, she is from Milan. She said to me, what? And I said, I said, it's the most beautiful back of a head I've ever seen. Stop it. And she said, and she said to me, back of a head. She goes, I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you must have anticipated turning just around though. Staring Ooh. at the back of his head and he turned and looked me right in the eyes over a thousand heads. Wow. And I said, wow. And then I started to sweat. Oh my God. And, uh, and then I knew something was going to happen. You got excited. I, knew that. I said to myself, that's the end of your single life. <gasps> really? Well, back and up. Did he live over there or was he from he here? He was from Munich, which was the same <gasps> as LA, San Francisco, six hours okay. car or one hour flight. Right. And he came up because he was dressing one of the, of the celebrities styling her. Okay. And he also sews, he has sewing machines. We have sewing machines, 3D printers, laser um, cutters. Um, I think Liz, you probably oh, seen some of it. He's a big crafter. Uh, the creations yeah. are insane. And our whole house wow. is literally a product of Michael from the bookcase, which oh. is four Ikea bookcases cut up and re configured on the chain on a table saw in our garage to wow. this 15 foot high wood wall which um he built himself oh my gosh so you're both um, artists and you're both uh, you you yeah and then we have an 11 foot tall light bar and it adds, adds voice activated as well but it's mood activated so you can you can adjust it on your phone How or your fabulous. ipad and it reads mood so uh. i play music to it and, uh. and i noticed that some artists like Paula Abdul. I love Paula. Paula's yeah. an old, old, old friend of mine, but we're still young together. Of course. Um, Paula and I, I play Paula to it. It lights up green constantly and green's happy. Oh, Whereas I like Madonna that. lights up purple, which could be, she's like purple, green, and the colors read emotion. That's There's all these emotions crazy. attached to the colors. And it's true. When you speak, you speak in a range and your range can go low yeah. or high and high is always happy. And so Paula's oh. green, 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 green. And that's really why she hit it so big globally. Yeah, she, she, she makes people feel happy when you listen to her music. Now that's you, true. Uh, you also DJ a bit, don't you? I do, and I have, and you know I love that. I do. I, I found myself it. DJing in Ibiza. I was in Ibiza oh. at a friend's villa, and her girlfriend is the queen of techno, and she's also oh. one of our good friends, Nicole Mudaba. I met her she, Coachella week. I was, oh yeah, you yes. met her at Coachella. She was staying here, playing uh, at Coachella at the Yuma tent. 
And um, we had Skin from Skunk and Nancy here too, which is, they're very big in Europe. <laughs> She's an opera singer who sang with Luciano Pavarotti. And it was, I tell you, it was a real three ring circus. Every, oh. every Coachella, because wow. we live near the field. That's our, is our getaway house, which turned into Palm our, Springs. it was our weekend house yeah. slash um, uh, COVID house, COVID, yeah. COVID sanctuary. Yep, that's nice. And um, I love it yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. But and, uh, um, I also love Ibiza, and that we partied in Ibiza. Oh, right? we partied in Ibiza, yes. And and I can't <laughs> imagine. Like I see a lot of purple. Boom, boom, boom. Like I love that it's whole very, uh, sexy. I mean, we met uh, in Palm Springs to, at a Dolly Parton concert. A Dolly Parton concert. Now, this oh, is I, didn't, I didn't tell you that story. Well, this is this is funny, Joe. How we got there? Yeah. Did I, I tell you that? I'll tell a little bit of mine, okay. and then you have to tell yours. So we have a friend that is one of Dolly's roadies. Okay. And he always said, you've got to come to one of her shows. You've got to come to one of her shows. She's and you amazing. Someone, but you know when someone says that, and they don't think you're going to take them up on it? Right. So they did. we <laughs> took them up on it with another couple, and I brought my mother-in-law, who's a huge fan. And he was like, I'll get you VIP, you know, all this type of stuff. I will never forget getting into the lobby right before the concert started. And he gave me a look in the eyes. Our friend coming to us like, oh my God, they're actually here. Like, <laughs> he, he had no tickets for us, had no idea where to put us. So he, I mean, he really looked stunned. It was like, we said we were coming as of like yesterday. Like what? We were telling the truth. So we get there and you know, it's, it's an older crowd. So everybody's sitting down. So like, where are we going to be? And he goes, okay, kind of stand in this hallway area, like in between two sections. And so we're standing. No, 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 Liz, we were in the VIP section. There were no seats. What the hell was that? Okay, how did you guys that's get there? They, that's a, I, because while that was going on with you, we were having dinner with Michael's parents who were visiting from Munich and his father loves Dolly Parton. Oh, wow. Both of our parents, and yeah. I, and, and I wanted to have a special surprise for him. So I called my friend Lee at Stony in, in New York. And I said, Lee, can you get me tickets to Dolly Parton? She's playing at a casino. And he said, look, if it's, if it's a stadium, I have no problem. Casinos, I tend not to be able to do anything. I said, okay, well, you know, tuck it away and let me know. So now cut to Liz, you're probably in the car on your way there. Are you ready for this? We all sat down to dinner at this table, Michael's mom and dad and myself. <laughs> And Michael loves to cook. He spent three years in the kitchen at Four Seasons in Munich. Oh, wow. So he is a chef. Oh. And he was cooking. He was throwing the food down for us. And the phone rings. And I'm like, oh, it's Lee. And I go, hey, Lee. And he goes, uh, what are you doing? I said, um, we're just sitting down to dinner. He goes, you have to be at Dolly Parton in 45 minutes. Tickets are at will call. Oh, my God. And I'm like, hold on. I said, thank you. I'll call you back. And I said, um, Michael, Michael. And he's like, yeah, I put the plate down. I said, put it all away. I said, oh. everyone get dressed. We're going to Dolly Parton right now. He's like, his father didn't speak English. He goes, what? And it's just like, next thing you know, I had them all in the car and we're all on our way to Agua Caliente to see Dolly. Agua so Caliente, that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. So they said you were in the VIP area on our tickets and I was like, awesome. And we get there, there's no seats. No, come on, his parents are like 70, 72. Oh my gosh. I'm not a whole concert. So we, we're all like, I'm panicking in this VIP area. Yeah, with no seats and Liz is there with it's Mark only us in the VIP area by the way oh so my funny. god I think you found chairs and then so at this point we kind of you know we're all in the well, sinking ship together the chairs, right not the, the parents yeah and so it was like <laughs> so we, we started to connect and hit it off and laugh and my friend felt so bad he comes back and we're talking laughing 
And he comes in between us with this huge cheese platter. Do you remember? And there's no uh-huh. tables. There's no chairs. He's like, this <laughs> cheese platter. Like holding platter. a cheese platter. He's holding a cheese platter. Now eating oh it, you know. And she, you know, does. she's, you know, singing her songs, Jolene, Jolene. Jolene. And, and I mean, I realize also, as much as I love Dolly Parton, I really only know like five of her songs. Like I know yeah, nine to five. I just, I just watched an amazing documentary on her and she was a fucking but trailblazer. She was incredible. Man. Trailblazer. Our parents really. all loved it. Can you imagine growing up 12 kids in one room no. with your parents? No. no. And, and, and that whole idea of what that simple girl that she's still, you know, she's never, it's never gone to her head. She's, no. she's, and the songs that she has written, my God, her, her catalog alone mm-hmm. is, beyond impressive she's such an incredible woman well, i'll always be thankful to her for introducing me to you and then i came up me too i was up in uh, Palm michael and i both we're always thankful to dolly because you always every time we hear jolene we think of oh, you jolene. and it was a pretty good sign jill so basically <laughs> what happened was i was visiting up in palm springs and you know philip at the pre what we've all experienced this last year wasn't in Palm Springs all the time. Pre-COVID. Right. So yeah. just worked out the time. He's, oh, I'm going to be there. I said, well, I'm visiting France, but they actually have, I think they were going to stagecoach. I said, so I'll come have dinner with you guys. And just like he said, Michael, Michael's going to cook us dinner. Oh my gosh. And Mark was like, all right, let's go. I think we got there around eight o'clock because we wanted to get there, you know, just at sunset, beautiful Palm Springs, hot night. Mm. I mean, we're staying at a friend's house. At like one o'clock in the morning, I'm like, if we have got to get the fuck out of here because <laughs> Philip and Michael are so entertaining. There's oh, so many it. projects. You there's so leave. many stories. He's <laughs> DJing his song list. Oh, I love there's other, that. There's a lot of herbs going on. And so fun. all I can say is this, I go, we've got to get out of here. So we're tiptoeing back into this house in Palm Springs, breaking in back to get in. And there, we basically all arrive at the same time. I thought, well, thank God I didn't leave early because Palm Springs runs so late. But my sister and I just visited you recently and she said the same yep. thing. She goes, we were supposed to stop in for 20 minutes and like two and a half hours later. Yeah. That's it's fun. like you can't just stay 20 no, minutes. Oh my God. It's something about Palm Springs. You just get there, uh, right? And you're just a, like, I'm here. Yeah. It's so fabulous. You just kick back. It's and- a vortex. Yes. Oh, it really And the truly, energy is totally is. different there too. It's it's it's, uh, it's magical. And you're right. The energy is different there. You, you I know, love it. When, when you travel the world, um, it's like if you, you go to Lisbon, for instance, it's a city like of hills like San Francisco, but it's old, old, old Portuguese oh, gorgeousness. And the sky is very low over Lisbon. The clouds are so low, you can almost reach out and touch them. Yeah. And you realize like some places on this earth have higher altitudes and yes. lower altitudes. Yes. And the energy changes in every place you go. Yeah. And, and it really kind of dictates the rhythm of the city. Yeah. In like New York, the sky is high. The yeah. sky is high and yeah. the buildings are tall and the energy is frenetic and kinetic and everyone's buzzing. Yeah. You're um, so right. I, you're, when I get off the plane in New York, buzzing is the perfect word. When buzzing. I lived in Miami, it, would, it, it had such a great nightlife. There was also a extreme, but it had a little bit of both. And then you could chill during the day on the sand, but then the nightlife was fucking insane. Cause off the hook. Off the hook. That's when Gianni Versace, right. I lived there in 92. And so it was just becoming, oh my God. But um, yeah, there, you're so right about, you're, you're very artistic in the way you, like people have colors. Paul Abdul is green. Uh, you know, Marbella, Spain is a different feeling than uh, Los Angeles. And Oh yeah, well Marbella is very different from LA, but oh, kind of similar in some ways, but not. Yeah. Um, but Ibiza is a oh, whole, that, that, we were at the back of the island and the back of the island is like being in Tuscany. 
Oh, yes. So different than the party side of the island. Wow, like, yeah, yes, really. Well, the clubs yeah, Joe, are. that was like at night go we go to restaurants. Like Jesus yeah. in that that's part. That's true, that's or, right. Um, oh my God, it's so stunning. That's and it's right, it looked like Tuscany. We went to a restaurant and we drove up an orchard and it was an yeah. outdoor like amphitheater with twinkle Gorgeous. lights. Oh my God, yeah. remember that? Yeah, it was and, absolutely and Michael's stunning. cooking and he runs out the front oh. door and there's this wild rosemary all over the island and he oh. runs to the side of the road and he plucks <laughs> it off. Fabulous. Literally from the side of the road, runs in the house, washes it, and then starts chopping, dries it, and starts chopping it up and throws it in the tomato sauce. I love it. I was like, go girl. I was like, Ooh. I was like <laughs> well, really he, crazy. I was like, right off the side of the road, he just picked it, washed it, washed it, dried it, chopped it, and threw it in. Well, he's quite and, an interesting renaissance oh. man because he's a chef, four seasons. You, that's pretty big. And then he, went, a then stylist. he went to auditing and worked in the front desk. Oh my God. <laughs> and, oh my because God. in Germany, it's different from America. They okay. have to do apprenticeships when they leave high school. You go into an apprenticeship. Oh. And, and that's where you learn. So that's he did three years in the kitchen because he wanted to open a restaurant. After three years, he realized he did not want to open oh a restaurant. Oh my gosh, they say that that's so brutal. He, he changed the front. Yes, it was. It, it is a brutal business. You work every holiday. I mean, I don't see the glory in it, but the food, if you enjoy people, yeah. it, watching people eat delicious food and seeing their faces contort to the flavors, it's a blast. Well, where, where um, are you with your, your um, life in the sense that you've got this incredible line? It is, mm -hmm. it is worldwide. Everybody knows Philip be and are you at the point where you're comfortable enough to say yeah let's I'm just going to take I want to take it easy or do you still work on women's hair because you see that joy that you bring them and and that excitement where they go from drab to fab like where where are you I do it all I mm. still am fully engaged this morning mm -hmm. I trained Croatia oh um, wow yesterday I I had uh to, yesterday I had was it Croatia this morning I'm trying to remember now I had 10 people in Croatia. Oh my I goodness. Had 50 people across Russia the other night on Zoom. What, what COVID's allowed me to do is yes. get off the treadmill of flying and staying in hotels and exposing yeah. myself to foreign diseases, which I was constantly sick from I, getting sick in Shanghai with, with bronchitis or oh. a bad cold. Um, oh. Hong Kong, because when the, when the air blows in the, from the wrong direction, all the pollution blows down from Shenzhen and the factories. And oh. it's toxic to people like me and you who didn't grow up around it and have no immunity to it. Yeah. The doctor in Hong Kong said to me, you need to go home to where you're from and you'll heal. And I did. Oh. And I did. I think Zoom in a lot of ways, it really, you're already global. Your products are everywhere. But for you to be able to stay in your dining room and be able to reach people globally is is kind of a bonus, right? Like it's it's really cool. I, 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 you know what? I never dreamed I would open Kabul, Afghanistan. Oh my and God. Not only did we open Kabul, <gasps> they put billboards up all over the city now. Shut um, up. People don't yeah, realize just the put women Philippi in the billboards in Kabul. The women in the I, Middle East wow. are—they are glamorous. They are. If you go to uh, Iran, like they are so fucking beautiful, and they want what they see. America, they see the movie stars that you've done, and so it gives you such a credibility there. They're like, "Oh, you've done, you know, whatever. Oh my God, do that yeah. to me, right?" So that's so yeah. cool. But you know, more than that, it's the results that you can give. Um, that's the most important is yeah. if, listen, here's a dead byproduct of the body. It gets what you give it. You know, let me give you an example. Mm. You could take your favorite shoes out of the box and you go, Oh no, they're so beautiful. I love them. And you can, you take them on a trip to New York city and they're so comfortable. You wear them every day. And at the end of the week, you look at your favorite shoes and you're like, poor shoes. God, they need some loving. So you take a little cloth and you wipe off the dirt and then you take some polish and what's in the polish oil, Mink oil, oil. And you put the oil all over the leather, which is keratinized protein. Same as here. And you rub it on the leather. And as you rub it and as you heat it, you move the molecules. And the more you heat it, the more it heats up and the more it burnishes into the leather and the leather plumps up because mm. the oil soak in. 
Same as wow, here. Wow. On oil treatment. Yeah. Now, when I was little, my dad used to give me all of his shoes to polish. I thought it was punishment. <laughs> I thought it was punishment. All right. Here's a brush. Here's how you do it. <laughs> and he always, my dad loved after six, you wore a jacket and dark shoes. Wow. That's how we grew up. Hey, yeah. welcome to welcome to New England. All the colloquialisms <laughs> of old England sure. carried over to us. Right. Not like California. My cousins in California were barbecuing the turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm like, what? In flip flops. Barbecuing a turkey? Yeah. I never heard of such a thing. Um, um, the shoe brush has the same bristles as a hairbrush. Yeah. Only with a hairbrush, we, we put nylon pins, which guide the brush through the hair, allowing you to get the shape because the boar bristle is actually a very soft bristle. Yeah. And for fine hair, you can use an all boar bristle brush. But when you have thick, thick, dense hair like you or me, you want to use something that has nylon pins embedded into it. Interesting. To guide them. But the bristles of a shoe brush and the bristles of a hairbrush are the same. Mm. So with a shoe brush, once you put the polish on, you buff it with a brush. Right. <laughs> Now, same thing with the hair, only you're going down, down, down. Hair is keratinized protein and so is leather. It's a very similar process of restoring the hide, okay. restoring the hair. So instantly I can bring back hair. Hair is hungry. If the ends are really de dehydrated, they've lost their lipid content. Right. They've also lost their diameter, but they've also lost length. Um, Paris Vogue, if you can Google it, there's a story in French Vogue. Put French Vogue, uh, Philip B, um, three centimeters of hair. And it talks about me giving back the editor of Vogue three more, basically three inches of hair. You're kidding. Um, and she said, how did you do this? And I said, oh, easy. I, I said, like my shirt. If it shrinks, it shrinks in every direction. Oh. I said, so does your hair shaft. When it shrinks this way, it shrinks this way. It's called hidden length. It's always been there. But again, wow. it's hair starts off a plum and it ends up a prune. Yeah. And it starts pruning after the first four inches from the scalp because it loses connection to the food supply. So I always say, if your mid shaft called, it would say, I'm hungry. But if your ends called, they would go, I'm dying. Help me. I'm dying. <laughs> you know, hey, ends, what do you eat? What do you eat? Oil. I eat oil. You know, I mean, the mid shaft is like, I'm, 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 I'm hungry. You know, I'm okay. I'm right. just hungry. So it's like, <laughs> you really have to like think like this to create. You need to put yourself in the position. It's almost like IQ and EQ. It's great to be smart, but you have to have it. Emotional, emotional quota as well yeah. to design for people. Right. Oh, you are a therapist, it's, a scientist, a guru. My gosh. Well, I've learned a lot today, Liz. I don't know about you, but I swear to God, I have learned a lot uh, <laughs> in the sense of hair. And I'm truly, I'm fascinated by the whole scientific, mm -hmm. the emotional aspect of it, the everything. Oh, yeah. Like you, 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 so you've really broken word. it down beautifully. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. I spent my whole life, my whole life working. Well, I could tell you're very passionate people. about it. And you, you, you you're, it, it, that passion uh, parlays Can we talk into, about something else? Yeah. That's related? Yeah. Okay. So one thing I learned is when you're in Hollywood, now when you're in Boston, people come in, they always say, oh, my work is so stressful. My family's driving me crazy. Now you get to Hollywood and this is what you get. I'm on the set. I'm busy. I gotta go. I have no time. I'm like, okay, calm down, calm down, calm down. Cause you're like making me crazy. So Ava said something to me that Dr. Ava, she said, your brain catalogs over 100,000 smells. And everything's plugged into a different part of the brain. Now, let me give you an example. You come in your front door and you smell fire. Oh my God, fire, fire, danger, danger, emergency, right. emergency. Where's it coming from? You get investigative and you got to find that fire and put it out. And you come in and you smell gas from the oven. Oh my God, oh my God, I smell gas. The whole house is going to blow up. Right. But you come in and you smell lemongrass and you go, oh, it smells like a spa. 
or you smell lavender, you know, yeah. I mean, you just go to sleep. And even the smell of coffee is nurturing. Mm-hmm. They say, if you're a real estate agent, bake chocolate chip cookies, you'll sell yep. the house. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. That's what they <laughs> so say. That just tells you that your brain, your nose drives your brain, just like the steering wheel drives the car. It mm-hmm. guides it. So I knew. So when I had these women coming to me, these superstar producers and actresses who are just ready, like on the verge of like nervous breakdowns. Hey, hairdressers live a very charmed, happy life. We get to listen to music, dance while we work. London Sunday Times did a, a, a survey. The top 10 happiest occupations, numero uno hairdresser. You're kidding. I, no, we got to, we get to make our own schedule, listen to music. Right. No two people are the same. So you're always That's doing true. something different. That's Think true. about it. So it's a really, every day is a new wow. day. Yeah. Not more of the same. And not like manufacturing yeah. on the assembly line. Absolutely. So, I totally get it because it makes all the sense in the world. Every day sense, it's creatively sense, different. Sense, Jillian. So yeah. everything that we smell drives us. So when clients would come in um, and they'd sit in the chair, they'd jump in the chair and go, I got, I got to get out of here quick because I got to be somewhere in 45 minutes. <laughs> Stress. God, girl, you're going to ruin my day. Yeah. Hold on. And I go like this and I take this and I go like this and I go, here, breathe it. Oh, your it oil. And, yes. And they go, oh, that smells so good. And I can feel the de-stressing. Mm. And they go, okay, all right, calm down. So I do the oil treatments or whatever, whatever I need to do. I take them to the sink and I introduce them to scents and feelings of the scalp that's cooling and invigorating or relaxing. And I help to diffuse their energy to make my life easier to work with them while they're with me. Oh. When they leave me, they can, when they leave, that's why women always said, you're like a therapist, ten, 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 uh, one hour with you is better than 10 years of therapy. Like yeah. these lines came from helping people mm-hmm. just to recenter and reground. And you, that's what hairdressers are. We're your touchstone. And and, you know, yeah. I said to Ava, this is a very funny conversation. I said, why do clients tell hairdressers everything? They tell us everything. I said, it's like the bartender. But the <laughs> bartender gets you loaded and you start to spew. Yeah. And she said to me, you know, Philip, she said, the scalp has millions of nerve endings. When you move the hair around, it feels so good. Uh-huh. It's just like drinking a glass of wine. And people uh-huh. just start Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I oh love my it. God, I can't believe that just fell out of your mouth. That's genius. Really? Yes. And it's true. It's It's absolutely true. true. And you feel safe and you feel uh, nurtured and you feel beautiful at the end of it. Like it's, 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 uh, it's, it's so emotional. It's a good experience from the moment you get there to then you're, you're, you're Mm -hmm. much more stressed. And also I want to say this, when a client looks in the mirror and sees herself looking and feeling more beautiful, you start to produce hormones and you exude. And when you exude, mm. you walk out of there with a spring in your step. Yeah. Yes. You're no longer going home and going to bed. You so are going true. home to get your husband's ass off the, off the sofa and out of the, in front of the TV. Get up. You're taking me to dinner. <laughs> and, 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 uh, or you're taking yourself out to dinner. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and I have actually exactly. had this happen where, where clients who were single came to me and they felt so beautiful when they left. They went to dinner. Um, one, one, I told one lady, I said, you look so beautiful. I said, you'll probably meet a nice guy today. And she came back to get her hair done. She said, you're not going to believe it. I went to Malibu Pier. I walked to the end of the pier and I sat down. I got myself something to eat. And this guy came over with a deck of cards and says, can I show you a trick? She said, I'm dating him now. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then and it happened again in, in Holland with a journalist. And I said, when I finished your hair, I looked at her in the mirror and I said, wow, what a turnaround. I said, you look amazing. Do you know every year in her anniversary, she writes me a thank you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so, so I, beautiful. I need to go. I need to go to you because then I'll get a man. I'm back next week. I'm oh, back next week. Well, Ooh, listen, let's go. You are a delight, yeah. uh, Philip B. We've oh. learned a lot. And I'm so happy for your success. You've worked very hard, but you're also very passionate and you are curious and I, and I love and he it. shares his knowledge and which you I share think it. is yeah and you also said what you said necessity breeds what is it that you said 
And this necessity is the mother of invention. It is. Look at what you've invented. And what you need to, what a client needs when they need and they're needing and they're, and they're asking yeah. you for help. Uh, but I never finished telling you the story of the psoriasis, which oh. do we have a minute to, yeah. to finish Yeah, now the psoriasis this? was the tea tree. So you were doing the client, tea tree? no, the client came to me and he had really dry hair and psoriasis on his scalp. So I put oil all over his super dry hair and I rubbed it into his scalp. And as I massaged it in, he fell asleep. And while he <laughs> fell asleep, I was using the pads of my thumbs, rubbing his, rubbing the nape and these thick patches of skin and and the six patches of skin started to slide and break away oh and goodness. and and now so i got really curious so then i took my oil and i put it to his scalp and i squeezed the whole dropper on this big thick patch of skin wow and then i started rubbing and i took my blow dryer and i just started waving it to heat it to allow the oil to thin out and permeate into the into that thick patch of skin and within minutes the patch of skin slid off the scalp oh my god and then i took the comb and I slipped it under, under this patch of skin that detached from the oily scalp. And I pulled it out, a whole flap of skin no. with the follicle holes within the skin. No. And, and, and as I pulled it out, he lifted his head and he looked at me and he goes, my itching just stopped. Oh, my God. Oh. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, I itch all night. I itch all day. I itch in my sleep. My itching just stopped. You made my itching stop. And he got so excited. I felt a lightning bolt jump out of him through oh me. Oh, my God. So I was telling Elaine Wynn how I helped this guy with psoriasis and how I, it's becoming a passion of mine. She said, my daughter has it. I said, really? So I flew to Vegas and I did her hair. She went to Ava and she said, I want to know why. Uh, I did her hair and scalp. She said to Ava, I want to know why this guy who's a hairdresser at the Beverly Hills Hotel can get rid of my psoriasis from my scalp and stop my itching and give me a good night's sleep and you can't. And Ava called me <laughs> at the hotel and I answered the phone. It was funny, the front desk. And she said, um, you have a, uh, Dr. Ava Shaman. I'm like, who? So I, I take the phone and I go, hello? And I was in between clients. Oh and God. Ava said to me, hi, this is Dr. Ava Shaman. I'm, is this Philip? I said, yeah. She goes, so you're treating my clients. Oh. And I said, I am. And I said, uh, I said while you're at it, I said, why don't you grab one of your clients who has psoriasis, like full blown wow. from, from, from forehead to nape and from ear to ear oh my God. and bring her to me and I'll show you what I do. Anyway, she showed up at the salon at the Beverly Hills hotel with this client of hers. Who's also a friend who had really bad psoriasis. I did a full oil treatment on her scalp and I cleared her scalp. Oh my God. But that's the problem is once you clear the scalp, it starts turning over again. That's when you need to get into things like vitamin D supplement, like Dovinex. You need to use it. Right. You know, and so, so wait, Ava that's how you me, met Ava? Ava said, that's how you met her? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Ava brilliant. said to me, why don't you move to the hospital and work with me? Oh. And I said, I can't. I'm in the Beverly Hills Hotel. This is my dream. I, I worked yeah. my whole life for this dream. God. Well, shortly after this, this chance meeting, the Sultan of Brunei closed the hotel for three <gasps> years for renovation. Mm -hmm. I That's knew, perfect I knew timing. that was my chance. And I said, life is not all about cut and color. Yeah. Now is your chance to go into the healing aspect of hair care and scalp care. So I moved, I called Ava and we formed a corporation called Skin and Scalp. Ah. So now, now I'm wearing a white smock and I'm walking into the medical plaza and I'm getting into the elevator and people say, good morning, doctor. <laughs> and now I am feeling like, is this like a bad movie? Like, is this like, catch me if you can? Like, honestly, I'm not. And I don't want to stay in the elevator in front of all these people. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I just shut my mouth and I got upstairs and now my name is on the door. So oh it's my. Skin and scalp. That's so so Great. I'm walking to my room and I'm in and out of the room because clients were coming with problems. And I run over to Ava's office and go, come with me. I got to show you something. And so I'm running over and all of a sudden Sandra Bullock comes out and she goes, what are you doing here? And I said, Sandy, 
I said, did you see the name on the door? Scan and scalp? She goes, yeah. I said, on the scalp. Oh, that's great. Goes, oh my God. I cannot believe it. So um, along the way, um, a lot of our clients, we, Ava and I have shared clients now for sure. going on almost 30 years. Wow. Oh my gosh. This is incredible. What a story so you have. She spends the pandemic. She comes here for the weekend all through lockdowns. Ava's been sitting here with us and we have been, she's been trialing my new scalp serum for hair growth. Oh, oh, which is oh I need that. I need that because I, I'm growing my hair out and it's, it's about six inches right now. So it's, oh, yeah. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to get, yeah, I'm, uh, it's been two is years. It? No, it's about, yeah. Hmm. It's about up to my collarbone. So, Oh, it's at your collarbone? Oh, it's yeah. longer than that. So wait, when, when did you go no. through treatment? Okay, it so must have been about a year and a half, two years. My natural hair only goes right. to the bottom of my neck. Um, yes, exactly. So two, I can tell you, yeah, it was a year. It was definitely half, close to the two years yes, now. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, so I am very much into treatments and really nurturing because I haven't touched my hair. So uh, chemically, I mean. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have all kinds of look, color. I want you to look up an ingredient. It's called Redensil, R-E-D-E-N-S-Y-L. It's most popular. Um, it's most successfully used post-chemotherapy for, oh. hair re- for hair follicle strengthening and also extends the antigen growth phase of hair. And it's been amazing at helping people regrow hair after oh, chemo. Oh, good. Oh, my. Redensil. Um, redensil is the active hair. It's 3% Redensil in the formula. But I, the Wait, is that, is, that, is that out yet or is that? No, it's coming. Oh, but, um, but, but for you, it okay. just might be out. <laughs> so anyway, um, this is not to be played with. In a, in a, it has a very serious product. It really is. It's yeah. probably the most serious product I've ever made. Oh, my God. I started God. making hair care. Clients said, can you make product for hair loss? And mm. I said, sure, I'd love to. Only problem is all we had was Rogaine. Yes. And Rogaine, it, it, it never really works. Yeah, I never, I've never, never seen really. a man that said, yeah, I use Rogaine with minoxidil. It works great. I've never heard it, never seen it. No, I've never. One time I saw it work. He had very thick, thick hair. hair yeah. He had lost his hair, but he, he was an unusual case. And he used it and he, he came back and he goes, look at my hair, look at my hair. It was so thick and full. Wow. I was like, whoa. And that was like the one and only time I ever really saw the results of Rogaine. After that, no. Most yeah. people really felt they, it left them greasy. It left them oily. It made it look thinner. It was uncomfortable to wear. The, um, I wanted to create a treatment that brings up circulation and stimulates follicle re- regeneration from the tip of the papilla out. Literally, the, uh-huh. with the, with the, the, the blood, the microvessel that carries the blood flow to the base of the follicle where the hair starts to grow from as the cells die, die, they rise and become a hair. And the follicle shape will determine the shape of the hair and how much lubrication the hair has. Wow. So as it incubates inside the follicle before it comes out of the head, when it comes out of the head, Liz gets her hands on it, she highlights it and burns it with chemicals. Yeah. And then, don't we all, right? Yeah. So, um, anyway, so as That's it comes out, man gets his hands on it and, and starts working his magic with flat irons, blow dryers, and caustic chemicals. Right. And we can make the colors and manipulate the hair. But while it's in the follicle, it's basically growing and incubating its own natural juices. Right. And it grows out of the head and it's all lipid, lipid, full oh my and happy. God. And I can't like wait to try this. Boost. Scalp booster? Scalp booster is what it's, it's called. And scalp booster... Um, has a thermal active element when you put it on the scalp yeah. in the first I'm, five to six minutes you'll start to feel a prickling effect ooh. and then and then um oh my god i can't wait and, That's then, and then about eight minutes into it you go the client always says uh, they always go, uh, about six minutes, oh, I can feel it. It smells <laughs> so good. I can feel it. And I'm like, oh, that's good. And then I'm, I'm working the hair, and then they go, 
wow i can really feel it it's like a <laughs> rocket oh. all of a sudden your head heats up my girlfriend just wrote me because she's actually been seeing so many dermatologists for 30 years and she came out a few weeks ago and stayed with us and i said to her i'm going to regrow your hair for you oh my gosh and she wrote me the other day and wrote my head is hot here it says <laughs> it says um and here my head my head is burning <laughs> and i said that's good it's active okay nice. it says, i know that's why i'm thinking of you i love you oh. my hair is frizzy and i and i and i tried to call her and i told her what to do well that's why um, you know people like you are so important to women especially like me who've gone through that very personal yeah. and 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 you know um when you lose your hair, you lose part of your, your sexuality, your beauty. And, and so thank you for making this. And thank you for joining us today, Philip B., because you've not only educated me, and I'm pretty well educated with makeup and skincare, but hair is a whole nother deal. Yeah. So you are, you've taken it to another level. And I just want to thank you for, for joining us. And for people who want to buy your products, you pretty much can go everywhere and get it. I mean, I've seen online. it everywhere. Online. It's the best. Dales but, 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 uh, but online, philippi.com with one L. Um, and you're doing uh, something. Netta Porter internationally. Of course. Um, and um, I, I want to say uh, thank you because you're doing a, a, a special something for our listeners. And I yes. want to thank you for that. Love Jillian is the Love, code. Love, Love Jillian. Jillian. Um, we are, um, we've strived to be the most eco-friendly line. When I started the company, I was the first company to use recycled plastic bottles. Oh. And one thing when you're using personal care, you cannot do 100% recycled plastic because recycled plastic has contaminants. So you have to do layers. So what's they do is they run they run the plastic bottles where you can do the inside is virgin but the outside is recycled now the bag what we're doing is when you put love jillian in your checkout you'll get our new zippered tote heavy duty and it's 30 percent recycled cotton 70 percent recycled plastic bottles 100 oh, recycled oh, very and cool. it's our 30th anniversary gift bag uh, oh tote bag that you can take shopping with you over and over again and it's heavy gauge so you can uh, load it up with fruit and vegetables so and go great. home and have a feast <laughs> <laughs> only if michael cooks it for us oh, i wish God. michael would cook it for us <laughs> oh my god people keep on telling me i'm getting thinner and i'm like i don't know how <laughs> <laughs> well philippe oh thank you so much again for thank joining you. us you're Love amazing you yeah. are incredible and again uh, you can get his product remember use the the code word love jillian, love jillian. and yeah. And uh, we will get you your gift. Your gift with purchase. That's insane. That's Thank right. you. All right. Of well, course. I appreciate you. you so much. I really do. Best of best of everything and happy 30th anniversary. Oh, my Thanks. God. It's That's wonderful. celebration. That's good for you. You Ooh. deserve it. When was the last time you celebrated <laughs> all year? I'm still celebrating. Good um, for I'll you. In LA next week, please come and see me. Oh, fabulous. Are you, are you at the Beverly Hills Hotel still? No, 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 no. You're now with I have Ava. a bungalow, a bungalow at Nemo We're going, Jillian. Right next to Wait. Donna Karen's old store, which oh, was yes. Urban Zen. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, we shared the parking lot. But Donna's now left because of COVID, but I'm still there. Oh, okay. We'll be there. I'm exactly where right. you are. Okay, yeah, thank you so much. restaurant next be door. Oh, that's fun. And LA is <laughs> opening up again, so it's like, it's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you again. And um, you're amazing, Philip B. Thank you. Thanks. My love oh my to God, you and Michael. So Oh, I love you. Thank, Thank you, Liz. You. Bye, Thank Philip. you, Jillian. Bye. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Bye.